Sukkah Dav Kafav, the last thing we were discussing was the Inyan of Oseg Ba Mitzvah, Patur Ba Mitzvah. If someone is busy with doing another Mitzvah, he doesn't have to sit in the Sukkah. And then we talked about the Hatan and his friends being Patur from the Sukkah. And we saw that Rabbi Zerah got married and he celebrated Shehra Barachot in the Sukkah also. We talked about the Hatan and his friends and anyone related, our patur from uh, Tefilat, Filin, but they still have to read Kiryat Shema, according to Tanakama. And Rabbi Shela said that the Hatan is patur from Kiryat Shema, everyone else is Hayav in Kiryat Shema. And with that, we are starting Kavava Mudalif, second line in, last word on the line, which says Tanya. Tanya Amar Rabbi Hananya ben Akavya, Kotve Sefarim Tefilinu Mezot Sofrim. Hen v'tagara hen, the sofrim themselves, those the merchants who sell the sifret Torah mezuzot, v'tagara tagara hen, the merchants, the retailers, v'chol ha'oskin b'mlechet shamayim, anyone doing the work of the shamayim, we're coming to add mochret techelet, those who sell techelet for tzitzit, everyone is peturim mekriyat shema, omenet filah, omenet filin, omikol mitzvot amorat v'torah, all mitzvot in the Torah, lekayem b'veri bi yosiyah gelili, and this goes according to Rabbi Yosei Galili, Shayar Rabbi Yosei Galili Omer HaOsek Ba Mitzvah, Patur Mina Mitzvah. Whoever is dealing with the Mitzvah is Patur from doing another Mitzvah. And Tanu Rabbanan, Holched Derachim Bayom, Peturim Na Sukkah Bayom. Those who are traveling during the day don't have to send Sukkah during the day. The Pasuk, as we'll see very soon, says, Basukot Teshvu Shvat Yamim, Teshvu, the way you're living, Teshvu Ka'in Taduru, the way a person lives at home. When a person is traveling during the day, he doesn't sit at home. So same thing on Cholam Wa'ed. If you're not sitting at home, you don't have to sit in the Sukkah. However, whoever is traveling during the day is Hayav and Sukkah at night. Those who are traveling at night, Peturim and Sukkah by Lala, they patur from the Sukkah at night, Behayavin by Yomad, Hayav is in the Sukkah during the day. Holcheterachim by Yom Balayla, those who are traveling day and night, Peturim and Sukkah ben by Yom ben Balayla, they patur from the Sukkah day and night. Holchin and Dvar Mitzvah, same thing, those who are traveling for a Mitzvah, whether they're going at night or during the day, Peturim ben by Yom ben Balayla, doesn't make a difference what time they're traveling, they patur all together because even while they're camping, they're worried about doing the mitzvah. Now that's Rashi's Perush, Tosfot, and the, the Rosh, they mention the Davka, if they're going to be mitbatel from the mitzvah, if they, they look around for a sukkah, then they are patur. And Hagahot Asheri on that Rosh explains that, no, anyone who's right now in the middle of doing a mitzvah, even though you could also do other mitzvot while you're at it, still he's patur from that mitzvah. That's the, the mahlokit of here. Now, Kihad Rab Hasda Virabba Baravhuna, like Rab Hasda and Rabba Baravhuna, Kiavu Adib Shabbatad Reglawan, they would go on Shabbat Holomwaid of Sukkot, Liberish Kaluta to the house of Rishkaluta, Ganu Arakta de Surah. They would sleep by the by the bank of the river of Surah, so this way they'd be closer to get there the next day. Amri and they explained, Anan Anan, we're going for something for a mitzvah, we're messengers of a mitzvah, Upturin, and we are part two from the mitzvah of Sukkah. Those who watch the city, the security guard during the day, is patur during the day, he has to sit in the sukkah at night when he comes home. Those who watch this, uh, the city at night, patur from uh, the sukkah at night, during the day. The security guards, if they work day and night, they patur all day and all night. 
Shomrei Ganot Ufardesim, those who watch the orchards, the, the, the fields, Peturin Ben Bayum Ben Balala, they patur all together. So the Gemara says, Vedavidesukah Hatam, all these who are patur, why don't they just make a sukkah where they're at? Vedavidesukah, sit over there and have your sukkah by the, by the orchard. Abaye Amar Tishvu Ke'ain Taduru. It has to be sitting the way you live at home. In the same way, when you live at home, you bring out everything, you bring your bed, your food, your everything, and you sit over there. And when you're out there in the field, that's not the way you're living. Therefore, it's too much work, and therefore you're patur. The reason you're patur is because whenever there's an opening in a wall, it's basically inviting the thief inside, the burglar inside. Same thing. If if the burglar sees this guy sitting in a sukkah, he's going to come wherever he this guy can't see. He's going to go to the other way and steal uh, from the field. My benai, what's the difference between what Abai explained and Araba explained? Ika benai would come in de pere. The nafkamina would be if he's watching a pile of fruits right in front of him, which is only one side. According to Abaye, that's not a way a person sits uh, in the middle of the field. That's not a way a person lives, and therefore he'd be patur. According to Rabbah, where we're worried the guy, that a burglar is going to steal it, if he's looking at only one pile, then we're not worried. Next, we learned in the Mishnah, Holim um shamshehen. Those who are sick and anyone who's serving the, the person, the nurse, whatever they are, all patur from the sukkah. And Tan Rabbanan, when we said chole, we're not even talking about chole that's in danger. Even if it's a chole that there's no sakana, even if he has a, a eye ache, nothing, uh, nothing dangerous. Still, even if he has a migraine, a headache, he still be patur from the sukkah if he has. If he has pain and suffering, if he's in the sukkah, and Amara Banchi Momigamel Pamahat Hashti Bainai, one time I had an eye ache in Bekesayun, I was in Kesarive, Tiribiosi Beribi, Lishon and Yumshamishi, Hota Sukkah, and Ribiosi Beribi, Ribiosi the Great, allowed me and my servant to sleep outside of the sukkah. Rav Sharal Rav Habar de la Lemigna Bechilta Basuka. Rav allowed Rav Habar de la. To sleep in a canopy in the sukkah, even though it was above ten tefachim. Why? Mishum bake. Why? Because there was mosquitoes and he needed a net to protect him. And so the meaning he was patur from the sukkah, so uh, he slept in a canopy, which is asur, or it doesn't count as sleeping in sukkah. Rava shara le le rava habar avada. Rava allowed Rava habar adal migna barim talelta to sleep outside sukkah mishum sirha de gargishta because the, there was a bad odor coming out of the ground. Rava the taman Rava according to his reason the amar Rava mitzta'ir patum na sukkah. Someone who's suffering, someone who's in pain, someone who's being bothered does not have to be in the sukkah. But we said, but the gemara asks v'hanan tanan. But didn't we learn cholin um shem shehen peturim na sukkah? That the sick people and their servants are patur from the sukkah. It sounds like cholein mitzta'ir lo. Dafka, someone who is sick, but someone who is just in pain, he's not patur from the sukkah. So the Gemara explains, Amre cholehum shamishapeturin. If someone is sick, him and his servants are patur from the sukkah. However, mitzta'ir, someone who is in pain, who patur, however he is patur. However, mishamishav lo, his servants are not. Now we learned in the Mishnah, we eat a temporary meal outside the sukkah. What is considered? 
two or three egg sizes of bread. Remember, fruits are not even hayav in uh, sukkah. They're not considered a, a set meal. Abaye said to Rav Yosef, I understand, a lot of times, uh, you know, that's enough for a person for a sauda, two, three eggs. That's a set meal. So how can you call two, three eggs uh, a not permanent meal, a not set meal? Ela Amar Abaye. No, it's, it's a different shir altogether. It's when a student knows he's going to a long class and he wants to taste something so this way he doesn't get hungry in the middle of the, the, the class. So how much does he eat? Uh, the size of an egg. That's the size of your mouth. Uh, so here you have Rav Yosef saying two, three eggs and Abaye saying one. You could eat a temporary meal outside the sukkah, but you can't sleep temporarily outside the sukkah. What's the reason that you're allowed to eat but not allowed to sleep. And the Gemara explains, because once you sleep temporarily, you might sleep a little bit longer, and that's a problem, and you'll be a, a permanent uh, sleep. And but we learned, a person is allowed a temporary sleep with feeling, but not a set sleep. Why don't we worry that he might uh, take a little, little bit longer nap and sleep a little bit longer? So You're allowed to sleep with filin temporarily is when you set someone to watch you and to wake you up after a couple of minutes. Rav Meshashi has a question. Your watcher needs a watcher, meaning you can't trust anyone when uh, you, you might fall asleep. So what do you mean uh, you're going to you put someone in charge? What are we talking about? When you're allowed to sleep with your tefillin on, if you put your feet between your knees, that you're allowed to sleep with tefillin on because you're not going to really fall, fall asleep that way. Rabbi Amar, he explains it a little bit differently, that in Kevalashena, there is no set to sleeping. Meaning, there is no time limit. Every sleep is considered shenat keva, is considered permanent. However, when it comes to tefillin, that's not the reason. It's more about a person passing gas with the tefillin on. So he's allowed to close his eyes for a couple of minutes because we're not worried he's going to pass gas. But once he sleeps a little bit longer, he might pass gas. And Tane Hada, and we have one bright that says, Yashen Adam tefillin shenat A person's allowed to sleep with tefillin, a temporary sleep. Avalo shenat keva, but not permanent. Vitanya idak, another bright that says, Ben keva ben aray. You're allowed to sleep with tefillin on. It doesn't make a difference what type of sleep, whether it's a set sleep, a permanent sleep, or a temporary sleep, vetanya idach, and then we have another bright that says it's lo keva, velo aray, not temporary, not permanent, no sleeping whatsoever. So the Gemara explains, lakashya, the braita do not contradict each other. Ha denakit lehu when the braita is oser completely, a set sleep, a temporary sleep, that's when you're actually holding the tefillin in your hand, you might drop them when, while you're sleeping. Ha demanhe bereshe, you're allowed to sleep temporary when the tefillin are on your head, right? We're not worried that they'll fall, and but the set sleep is a true because you might pass gas. And ha de Paris sudrai lave, and the when the total heter is when you took off the tefillin, you put them back in the bag and you put them next to your head, then uh, it's mutar to sleep. It doesn't make a difference what type of sleep. What's considered a Temporary sleep, a brief nap. 
If a person sleeping with Filin and he sees Keri, you grab it, Filin, you take it off by the straps, but don't take it off by holding the actual box where the Ketusha is, that's Shem Hashem, and etc. That's the very Biakov. A person is allowed to sleep a temporary nap with the tefillinan, but not permanent, not sad. What's considered the amount it takes to walk a hundred ama. And amarav asula adam lishon bayom. A person is not allowed to sleep during the day. Yoter mishenat asus more than a horse sleeps. Vekama shenat asus. How long does a horse sleep? Shitin nishme. The amount it takes him to breathe sixty uh, breaths. And we know, of course, this is going on Yom Chol, but on Shabbat is the famous uh, mitzvah to sleep on Shabbat. And we know that Arizal even slept two, three hours. So some say that uh, the, the horse sleeps two, three hours based on this. Some say it's three and a half minutes. Some say it's 30 minutes. And the poskim basically say it depends on a human a human's nature. Every person for himself. If a person's weak, needs a nap, needs a nap. If a person doesn't need a nap, doesn't need a nap. Amar Abaye, Shinte de Mor. The amount uh, that Rabbi and Nachmani, my rabbi, used to sleep during the day was Kedirav, like Rav used to sleep. Udirav, and the amount that Rav used to sleep is Kedirabi, like Rabbeinu HaKadosh. Udirabi, and Rabbeinu HaKadosh, Rabbi Udanasi, would sleep like Kedir David, like David HaMelech. David, Kedusya, and David would sleep like a horse. Udsusya, Shitin Nishmi, and the horse would only sleep the amount that takes him to breathe 60 breaths. Abaye would sleep during the day, the amount of time it takes to walk from Pumpadita to Bekube, which is about six parsa. And if a parsa takes about 72 minutes to walk, so we're talking about seven hours and 12 minutes, something along those lines. And Kare Ale Rav Yosef and Rav Yosef would say about him, Ad matai atzel tishkav, matai Lazy person, how long are you going to sleep? Get up. If a person is going to sleep during the day, he could take off his tefillin, keep the tefillin on, because he has no kavanah of being with his wife and not asleep a set nap. But Laila, however, if it's at night, you have to take off the tefillin and you cannot leave them on your head. Now, Rabbi Yossi Omer, Hayladim, the younger man, Le'olam, Cholzin, always take off this feeling, Ve'en Manichin, and do not leave it on their head, because they're used to it, the Tum'ah is coming for them, and we're understanding because they have Hihurim, uh, they think of bad thoughts, and they reach Keri. Now, Lema Kasava Rabbi Yossi, it sounds like Rabbi Yossi holds Baal Keri, so Lenich Tfilin, Baal Keri is not on Tfilin. So Amar Abaye, really, we're talking about young men and their wives are there with them. And what's the problem? Because, they, you know, they're going to be lightheaded with the tefillin on since they're taking a nap. And they might come to be with their wives with the tefillin on. And Tanur Abanan, if a person forgot and he was with his wife while the tefillin on his head, and oh, he cannot touch not the actual box tefillin, not the straps. He has to wash his hands. We tell them, take off the tefillin. And why do you have to wash? Because your hands are usually busy. Maybe they touched something that was disgusting. Maybe it even dried on you and you don't realize it. Therefore, you have to wash them before touching the tefillin. Now, the next Mishnah. 
Maaseh vehaviu ulo l'Rabba Yohanan ben Zakkai l'Itom et Tavshil. It was a story on Sukkot where they brought Rabbi Yohanan ben Zakkai to taste uh, some one of the foods, one of the dishes. Ulo Rabban Gamliel shenecho tavot udlish al maim, and they brought the Rabban Gamliel two dates and a pail of water. There was no shiur of the uh, sauda. Ve'amru and Rabbi Yohanan ben Zakkai and Rabban Gamliel both said, "Ha'alul masukah, take it into the sukkah." However, when they gave Rabbi Tzadok food, even less than a kabetza, and you don't have to wash nitlat yadayim, he wanted to make sure that his hands were clean, the food was clean, and he put it in a napkin, ate outside the sukkah, and didn't say berkat amazon afterwards. Now, Tosafot explains here and in a few places, that the reason he put it in a napkin was not because of cleaning, rather because he was a kohen and, a ko- and he was he ate everything on this on the level of kedusha of teruma, and this way even even if his hands were clean, he would still uh, grab it with a napkin. And Tosfot points out that Rabbi Yehuda holds that the shiur for bracha is kabetza, but really we hold that could be meir where it's even a kezait. And Tosfot mentions a Yerushalmi that if a person ate a whole creation, a whole creature, like one whole apple, one whole chicken, whatever it is, shita, the, the shita of the Yerushalmi, which is even less than a kezait, you would still have to make a bracha. And the, the Talmud Bavli is still in doubt about it. And a person wants to be, let's say, from a safek, not to put himself in doubt, he has to eat a kezait even if you ate a full fruit, a full uh, food. Now, when it comes to drink, Tosfot also is posek that the shiur is a kezait, and if you drank a kezait, you have to say a bracha harona. Even though on Yom Kippur it's a mouthful, still, when it comes to bracha, it's totally different than Yom Kippur, it's a shiur kezait. And all the shiurim are midrabanan, because mea Torah, you have to be savea, you have to be full, and the nafka mina is if a katan could be motzi, a gadol yed chovav brekat amazon. If the katan, let's say, ate kedeseviyah, he was fully satiated, and the gadol only ate this, the amount of like a derabanan, which is a kezait, kabetza, whatever it is, can the katan be motzihim yed chovav brekat amazon? The Gemara starts with the question, Maaseli store. It sounds like the stories that the Mishnah brought contradict what we knew up until now. We knew up until now that any meal that is temporary, it's not a set meal, you don't have to eat in the sukkah. And here you have stories of rabbis who ate a not set meal, a temporary meal outside the sukkah. So what's going on over here? So the Quran answer is, is missing words, and this is the way to say it. If a person wants to be mahmir, okay, mahmir, you could be as strict as you want. But there, and, and the hidush is, that it's not a ga'ava if you're mahmir over here. And what's the proof that it's not a ga'ava if you're mahmir? They gave Rabbi Hanan ben Zakai to taste one of the dishes. And they brought Rabban Gamliel two dates and a cup of water. Rabban Yohanan ben Zakai and Rabban Gamliel both said, Take them up to the sukkah. And you see, you could be mahmir. And when they brought food less than the sukkah, he held it with a napkin and ate it outside the sukkah. Afterwards, now the Gemara says, "What are you talking about?" But if you're going to eat a kabetza, you have to send the sukkah. 
Maybe this story goes against Rav Yosef, who said that the shiur is two, three eggs, and Abaye, who said it's a kabetza. The Gemara says, no. Dilma, maybe, pachot me kabetza, if you ate less than an egg size, you don't need to wash your hands or say bracha. Afterwards, but if you ate the size of a kabitza, if you ate bread the size of an egg, then you need not just uh, to hold it with a napkin, and you have to say afterwards. However, when it comes to sukkah, even with the size of an egg, you don't need a sukkah, or like Abaye said, where it's more than an egg size, or like even Rav Yosef said, two, three eggs. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.